okay, uh, let me get the intro ready. Now, here's the thing. With this one, the, the plot is so... Stupid? Intensely stupid? It, very, very stupid? It, it, yeah, that... Phoenix West, the Twilight Zone episode review show. possible for a person to go back in time there'd be nothing in the world to prevent it from altering the course of history is that it that's right let's say corrigan that you go back in time it's october 1929 the day before the stock market crashed now you know that on the following morning securities are going to tumble into an abyss now using this prior knowledge there's a hundred things you could do to protect yourself but i'd be an anachronism i really don't belong back there you could sell out the day before the crash but what if I did and started the crash earlier? Now, history tells us that on October 24th, 1929, the bottom fell out of the stock market. That's a fixed date. It exists as an event in the history of our times. It can't be altered. And I say it can. Now, what's to prevent me, say, from going to a broker on the morning of October 23rd or the 27th? Witness the theoretical argument, Washington, D.C., the present. Four intelligent men talking about an improbable thing like going back in time. A friendly debate revolving around a simple issue. Could a human being change what has happened before? Interesting and theoretical because whoever heard of a man going back in time? Before tonight, that is. Because this is the Twilight Zone. Laziest intro ever. That is such lazy writing. Well, at least he said... The Twilight Zone at the end. No, I meant the entire opening of this is the laziest thing ever. Oh my god, it means nothing at all. <laughs> it's a. Uh, oh, let's I, do the intros real quick. Uh, welcome to LAW, oh, yeah. the Twilight Zone review, episode 49. Today's episode is season two, episode 13. Back there. That, that's just, Where? That's the name of the. There. It's, Where? Back, it's back there. Ah. Uh, I'm Phoenix West. I'm Frank Links. Oh, welcome to the show. I when was this uh when did this episode come out? Uh January thirteenth, nineteen sixty one. Not April fourteenth, nineteen sixty one, like it states to be. This one's set in the future. Ooh. You know, according to the release date. And, I was and, gonna set, say because, and then set in the past. Yeah, like wasn't like the last one made yeah, the last one was like uh a little bit before Christmas, I for, believe. First week of January? Yes, something like that. Yeah, um and we are going. Yeah, we're going in order. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah, we're going in order. The this episode sucked. <laughs> it really is pretty dumb. I I top don't mind watching stickers. it, but what's that? Top ten stinkers. Top ten of this of, of yeah. This falls into my top ten stinker list. How about you? It's ignore. I can ignore it. I don't. I don't hate it. It's just like, I, like I'm saying, the beginning. Or you're gonna make an episode about a guy who travels back in time, and you're just gonna have him go. This is the you know, the whole setup. You can't go if you went back in time. Let's say you went back in time there. It's like oh, though you can't change anything. Oh, and then he just walks into his other. You know, he leaves this douchebag club, 
And then suddenly, like, a migraine makes him travel back in time. And suddenly he's back in time. And I'm like, that's it? Like, there's no, no fucking the setup. Just, yeah, he, walk, he walks into the bathroom, don't he? No, he walks outside. He walks into his, uh, he goes and checks his mail. Then he goes outside in the, on the porch. And that's suddenly he gets, a, he gets, like, a fucking migraine. And he's like, oh, and it does the, it shows a lantern turn from an oh. electric to a candle. And also the TV went kind of out of focus. Sort yeah, of. Yeah. The whole the whole fucking setup is just the laziest was, thing I've ever seen or heard. It was so overacted. I think I actually have it and I labeled it the worst acting ever. <laughs> ever. I was curious why uh, Rod Sterling belongs to the Potomac, the Potomac Club. He's just sitting there in a chair reading a newspaper. And then... Hey. I don't care. Rod in a opening segment doing his opening whatever that is called. Yeah. Uh, what opening is it called? narration. Monologue? Opening narration, I would assume. Yeah, okay. Opening narration of Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Oh, Rod my St- God. Rod Stewart. Oh, Sterling. Sorry. He's ingesting semen, not uh, smoke. <laughs> Hey, you take that back. Rod Stewart is a beautiful man with a great perm. And he, hasn't, he hasn't cut his hair in 43 years now. He better not. He, he's he's getting that plastic surgery face, so he looks like uh, uh, Wayne Newton and uh, basically everyone from Vegas, <laughs> Carrot Top, and then uh, what are the Siegfried and Roy? They're all getting that weird surgery smooth face. You know what I mean? Well. They all have a GoFundMe page, and oh, you know, I am a supporter. Oh yeah, that's a. I want to make him more look more like burn victims. <laughs> Jesus Christ, it's so creepy how smooth their <clears throat> cheeks get. I love, I do. The nostalgia of life is what I live for. I love living in the past. <laughs> this is a good episode for you. You could go back there. Well, no, no, no. I, I, this isn't nostalgic. This is stupid. <laughs> See, nostalgic would be I was there, and you know, today, forty years later, I, I found you know Lincoln's hat that he gave me, or something. This, this, this could have been such a better story. It could have been a better. Why they pick plot? Him, who all people? Who him? The actor? No, Lincoln. They oh. could have picked anybody, but they pick him. Well, to be fair, the the bigger one and the more flashy one hadn't happened yet. It's a couple years off. Well, why'd it have to be a president in the first place? I I, I think that, I don't know. I don't I don't understand this one. I I don't have a problem with the Lincoln sense. part. I just they didn't do anything about it. He literally like goes back in time. They decide they don't want to spend any money. So they he don't show arrested. the fucking theater, and then he just gets arrested, <laughs> and he's just put in a room where he, like, fucking tries to kill himself six times. Did you notice apparently, that? Apparently, oh, I didn't, it, well, what I didn't notice that I learned from this episode is, if you're arrested, you can be adopted, no matter <laughs> yeah. what age you are. <laughs> this will be the first episode, I don't give a shit if we talk about the plot in order. I, usually, I'm, I'm kind of a stickler for that, if you've noticed. This time, don't give a I'm, shit. Nothing happens. No, I've been picking up on it, buddy. <laughs> the uh, the whole fucking plot is he like goes back in time for no reason. 
uh, with the the most basic setup is literally saying you're about to go. He might as well said in the beginning, you're gonna go back in time in a minute here, and he's like, nah. And then he does, and he's like, oh shit, I'm back in time. I better look mildly confused by that. I'm gonna run around town like a madman and uh, go into my old ho- go to my house, and then when some old bitch answers the door, I'm gonna be like. I used to live here a long time ago. Wait, this used to be the oldest building. And he's like, clearly he's back in time. And he's just like, huh. <clears throat> hey, what's going on up here? Like, doesn't, get, doesn't even fucking care. This, his mind should be blown. This guy couldn't give a shit less. This fucking bargain basement Matt Damon looking dude. Fucking hate this guy. <laughs> doesn't give a shit. He doesn't seem concerned. He just traveled through time because of a migraine, a magical migraine. Has zero reaction to it. Could not be less amused. It's like it's it's a it's eighteen sixty sixty five. Oh my god. What play? <laughs> You're going to a play? Yeah. The president's gonna be there? Ford Theater? Wait a minute. Okay. What's the play's name? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> like six clues didn't didn't do it for me. Yeah, the this seventh guy, one really nailed it home. I'm assuming, okay. yeah, they, they must have smoked like something that put him really mellow there at that Potomac, the Potomac Club there in the beginning, and that's that must have just like made him like obviously it made him time travel, so it must have been really good shit. So he must have just like put him in a daze where he didn't really want to respond to what was happening around him. And I had a real fucking issue with something else in this. Let me know if this bothers you at all. When he does the time travel thing. His clothes change. And oh. that bothered me. And I was like, okay, that's dumb, but whatever. Moving on. But then they had another coincidence, which kind of goes against that, where it had to be April 14th in both years that he traveled to. So this time travel can change his clothes, but it can't change the date. It can change the year, though. It has to be the oh. 14th of April, though. What the fuck? Fuck you. Oh. Fuck you. Oh. Well, however, I don't, know if, I don't know if you noticed. Okay, the clothes changing thing was like the camera went like literally 180 degrees down the street and then came back yeah. and he went from black clothes to really tan, right? Yeah. Um, but, however, the lamppost light changing <laughs> yeah. from a light bulb to a, yeah. a gas flame was magnificent. Yeah. No, no issue I, there. It was fine. It was effective. I was... I was thinking to myself, you know, I'm like, you know, I guarantee a Phoenix clued into that. Yeah, that was, I, I like that. I just didn't like everything else around it, so. Oh, it was terrible. Yeah, I like that sort of shit. I, I don't know. I, It's interesting. Look, final and, countdown, they sailed into a giant swirly thing with a loud sound. I mean, um, let's see. Uh, the Matrix, they had to get plugged in with giant needles into their brain. Uh, but that wasn't really time travel. Um, Looper, but, okay, Looper time they have those machines. What's that? Looper, they have those machines you, you sit in. Yeah. You know, and, and Time Cop, again, why yeah. put a wall there? I don't know. <laughs> I don't know either. They have so much <laughs> but, space. Yeah, I, I know. I mean, like, you know, if you don't make it to this speed, you're, you're a grease spot. So why? I Just, Yeah. I could talk about time travel and like theoretical time travel all day long. I could talk about Time Cop all day long. Oh, time what Cop's a great amazing. split, dude! I love that movie with with, with just Jim Shorts, real short. God, yeah. Dang. We did that movie on a 
LAW movie review, and uh, I, I'll stick by it. I love that movie. They also mentioned the stock exchange there in the beginning. So it's a big date in U.S. history. I, I mean, I have listened to your show of that a few times, and, you know, I mean, I'm down to about a quarter bottle ocean, but, you know, it's whenever I'm in the mood. It's not every day. Just saying. It was a good one. I want to do Time Crap 2. The Berlin Dude. decision. <laughs> with with uh what's his fucking name? Jason what the hell's that Statham. guy's name? Uh, no, no, it's the Asian guy. Uh it's an Asian oh. guy ironically named Jason, which is the white trashest name there is. Chan. <laughs> sure. J- I was gonna say Jason Lee, but that's somebody else. <laughs> I don't think Jason Lee's in that movie. Oh man. No. I think Jason Lee was in the pro sort of, wasn't he? He was what? Wasn't Jason Lee the one in the crow? No, that's Brandon Lee. Jason Lee's the Kevin Kevin Smith guy. Used to be a skateboarder. Oh, it's from Mallrats and Dogma and all this. Um, What the fuck are we talking about? (laughs) So, uh, fuck it. Who cares? the The guy goes back in time, gets starts screaming about Lincoln getting shot, gets arrested, and like you mentioned, this fucking Jonathan Wellington dude shows up. He's fancy as fuck. He's clearly homosexual, looking to fucking buy a boy. Walks in there, and he looks like a goddamn musketeer. And dude, then he's like... When, dude, when he shimmied in and out of that little <laughs> gate, you know, in between the uh, um, the spectators and, like, the DA and the plaintiff's defendant, he was like, a doop a doop a I expect him to have one of those long cigarettes. He just had this like Carilla Deville vibe to him, where he's like not without the evil though, just all fancy. Just he was like, like half Shakespeare. <laughs> yeah. That's why I was calling him a musketeer. He's got that. He's got that weird. What was that thing? It happened a lot back then, and like all the way back to the Revolutionary War, they had this weird fold thing on their chest, off to the side. It was like this pouch. It looks like a pouch, like a triangle, over their shoulder, oh. between their shoulder and their nipple. What the fuck was that thing? I don't know what you put in that thing. I don't know how to describe it any better than that. It well, was a stupid I, I thing right here. You carry your ID so you can, or, or maybe like a, like a, you know, uh, I don't know. A, a flask? I couldn't think of anything good. <laughs> Let's turn the belly A gun. Out. You can hide a gun in it. <laughs> yeah, it seems like an obvious spot and really hard to get to, but I don't know what the fuck it is. He ended this like fancy mustache and he's like, he, oh, yeah. he, was, he was clearly gay, right? There's no denying that. Dude, he drugged him and he he fucked them. He, yes, I wrote that. <laughs> like, I he, know you did. He came in. <laughs> he came in. He fucking. He's just like, like, like you mentioned. He's just like, hey, uh, you got a prisoner there. You mind if I watch that guy for the night? I, I'll, I'll totally uh, vouch for him. Anything that happens, any mur- murders he commits will be on me. Totally cool. So how does that work? If he, do, if well, the, our, see, our protagonist goes and kills somebody, famous, but. Yeah. He uses a fake name so nobody knows he's famous. I don't understand. So he does. So it's not like he used his, his like, uh, you know, like celebrity to get him out. He just said, "Listen, I will take full responsibility for that man if I can have him and he'll come home with me." Um, yes. All right then. I want <laughs> that ass at home. But yeah. my question is, if our protagonist went out and murdered a bunch of people. Would the, you know, quote, John Wellington character 
be on trial for murder at that point because it's in here, you know, it's on your responsibility. You admitted you you signed up for that. I want to know what the extent of the law works for that that sort of weird uh, rent a prisoner policy. Because, well, it wasn't John Wellington that was in with. Oh wait, uh, no, that's Corrigan. I'm sorry, sorry. Yeah, John Wellington's Welling- a fancy dude. Yeah, there was too many tongues going on. <laughs> too many stupid fucking names. Well, English names. Yeah. Shit. Oh yeah. The. Uh, oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> you know, English names back then and stuff. Ooh. Um, yeah. I want to fuck over the place. Okay, the drugs. Sorry, <laughs> I was trying to remember what the, I had something in my you know, on the back burner there. I'm not even going off my notes anymore at this point because I don't give a shit. I have very minimal notes for these two episodes that we watched. Um, yeah. He takes him back to his house, and, and like it takes him all of I don't know thirty seconds to fucking. He lived on top of the jail. <laughs> <laughs> Did he? He must have. It seemed like it. <laughs> I didn't really think about it, but you know, he, he was so there. They, uh, it takes him, like I said, he, <laughs> he's like, I gotta get this guy to my house. And, uh, it, it seems to me like if you ever seen the movie, the Jackal with uh, Bruce Willis, it seemed like he was luring him back to kill him. And, uh, I'm going to rape this dude. And he just immediately drugs him, drugs his ass with like some fucking roofied absinthe or something, whatever the hell that was. Now, I don't know about you, Phoenix, but when I drink with somebody, and I don't drink, but whenever I do, normally the other person is drinking with me and <laughs> yeah. we go, cheers. Well, it wasn't yeah. like a happy one. He's like, here, take this. It'll calm you down. He was doing it like medicine. Yeah, that's right. Back then, you know, booze was like the medicine for it was it was the cure all for everything. Oh, well, it is now. We just deny it. We're just living in denial at this point. No, no, Robitussin is now. You oh, know, just... Robotrippin. Wouldn't that have been amazing if we just <laughs> gave a bunch of Robitussin? Uh, <laughs> uh, eventually, I am going to go full Chris Rock joke on that. <laughs> get, get back around to it. Well, that's where I got it from, you know. Broken arm, Robotussin. See, there yeah, it is. Yeah, I yeah definitely. I, I, I went there, finally. There it is. <laughs> uh, so after the date rape. Thank God I got that out of my system. The date yeah, rape. It was, it was building up. Uh, after the date rape, uh, our main character wakes up. It seemed like he was passed out for all of 20 seconds. And then he, he starts to stumble around the room like a like a man who wants to die because he almost crawls into the fire. Yeah, he, like, I saw that. that. I'm like, whoa, he got close. Yeah, he, he like almost went in there. Like the actor himself almost went into the goddamn fire. I don't think that was really scripted. And then he crawls around and he goes over to the table and he, he, he starts to get more of the absinthe that fucking was a date rape <laughs> drug. And I'm like, you want more? <laughs> like, uh, No, no. Remember, he knew he was drugged before he yes. passed out. I got it, dude. <laughs> you got to listen to this. Like, I have never heard somebody go through the procession of <laughs> drinking something and then feeling weird. And, and before you play that, okay, go ahead. The head, not, his passing out emotions are so aggressive. He has brain damage now. There's no way his head shook so violently to sleep. <laughs> Uh, are, are you gonna? Do you just have the audio, or are you playing the video on your on your end? Uh, I just have the audio, okay, but okay. to be honest with you, uh, I don't know if I have it, have it, or 
wait, wait. I, I get, oh, I went past the adoption man. That was so good. All right, uh, then I have worst, worst acting ever. Oh, it, <laughs> may I don't know. I mean, it's gonna be good. Yeah, here we go. I do have it. Are you all right? What's happened? What time is it? You've got to tell me what time it is. It's 10 o'clock. No, it is. Come on, Carrigan. You've got to tell oh. me what you know about this. You may be a madman or a drunk or I don't know what, but you've got me convinced. I've been everywhere from the mayor's office to the police commissioner's house trying to get a special guard for the president. Then go yourself. Find out where he's sitting and get right up alongside of him. He'll be shot from behind. Let me help you up. Why not get behind him? Uh, I think uh, someone being behind him is kind of the, you know. He was shot from behind. Yeah, there you go. That's how it happened. Then the assassin jumped from the box to the stage and ran out of the wings. You're telling me this as if it has already happened. It has happened. It happened a hundred years ago, and I'm here to see that it doesn't happen. Where's the man who brought me here? Where's Wellington? Wellington? There's no one here by that name. Don't tell me there's no one here by that name. He brought me here. He lives in this room. There's no one here by that name. name. I tell you, the man who brought me here's name. The worst. JWB. Stitched. JWB on it. Mr. John Wilkes Booth, who lives in this room. <gasps> John Booth. That's that guy. He told me his name was Wellington, and that's why he drugged me. He gave me wine and he drugged me. He didn't want me to stop it. He's the one who's going to do it. You've got to get to that theater. You've got to stop him. John Wilkes Booth, he's going to kill Lincoln. Please, you've got to stop him. I love this crowd, by the way. It's like, uh, uh oh. Oh, the president got shot. Let's all stand here. They look like they're having a ball out there. They look like such a fun time. <laughs> the fucking president's got his brains blown out right in front of him. No, yeah. like he's on like the second floor in a living room, <laughs> yeah. all the windows shut. And it's like these people are like right outside the window just talking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's just like they're almost doing it to him. Like it's a end of say anything. And they're like, let's stand outside his window and <laughs> let him know what's going on. It's like, hey, we got a protagonist up there in, a, in an episode of a Twilight Zone, so let's uh, stand out here and he's been shot. Oh, no. Like, <laughs> scream out dialogue. Lazy. Uh, two things about the clip you displayed. One, he sees the initials. If, if you go back and watch the clip, yeah. he's, he's doing that fucking speech. Like, like I tell you, that man that brought me here was John Wilkes Booth. Or it was, John, it was Wilkinson. I tell, or Wellington, what the fuck it was. I tell you that, and he's just like, oh, and looks down. And I'm like, when, he, when they show the insert shot of the uh, handkerchief that's in his hand, it's folded over. Yes, I he, saw he that. He can't yeah. fucking see the initials there, but he's blown <laughs> away by them. I know. Oh, my God, it's pissed me off so bad. I'm like, how lazy is this episode? Just have them visible. It's as simple as that. <laughs> Oh God! Yeah. So I'm saying everything about this episode is just the laziest shit I've ever seen in a Twilight Zone episode. It's so bad. It's the next episode is even lazier, or, but it's better. I don't know. Well, yeah, because <laughs> I don't have one that says worst acting ever. Yeah, which it's by, which. By the way, um, I don't know what this. It could be that drink because I. I I was like, wow, that is the most overacting, you drugged me <laughs> yeah. asleep. Oh, that was bad. Did you, did you watch so, the clip? <laughs> just for prosperity, like that oh, annoying God. bitch from the the camera. Oh, yeah. 
He's just like, you, you drugged me, didn't you? <laughs> like throws his head to the left. Like, Jesus, I, dude. I've never felt this way before. He, he entered sleep right. kicking and screaming. It's like, I want to fuck somebody up in that dream. He's getting the fright Freddy Krueger. That's the same clip? Yeah, same clip. Shit. By the way, this right here, explain to me, explain to me why there would be a officer or whoever he is and the old lady trying to break into Wellington's apartment when they don't know he's John Wilkes or John Wilkes Booth, right? But he hasn't shot the president yet, right? So why are they breaking into his apartment? <laughs> Laziest episode ever because... There's no reason to. Yeah, going off what you're saying, if the, the, the woman who owns the place knew him as Wellington, it would make sense because the cop would know where Wellington was if he was on file under Wellington, could track him back to his house. The, the person who owns the building could let him into Wellington's apartment. But this bitch has no fucking idea who John Wellington is. So much so that when he, our main character is screaming his name like a madman, she's like, nobody lives here by that name. That's ridiculous. So, yeah, none of it makes any fucking sense. None of it <laughs> adds like, like up. She, like, she knows that the man who's running this apartment, <laughs> his name is John Wilkes Booth. Yeah. She but knows. he hasn't killed the president yet. So... Why the hell are they breaking down his door? Yes, and and if it's because he's there, or you know, Pete, no, Pete, they Pete were Gorgon, surprised he was there. Yes, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> so I, I just like, what did Wellington do before he shot, you know, uh, or or Booth do before he shot Lincoln in the head? Yeah, steal the gun for someone, and that's it, what they were going there for. Yeah, maybe it must have just been because. Uh, Corgan was screaming on his way into the, the precinct. John Wilkes Booth kills the president. He said it a couple times there. That was the only thing this rogue cop had to go off. And it was just like, yep, going to break into that guy's house. You know what? It was the rogue For cop, cause? wasn't it? What's that? Yeah, it was the rogue cop. That's the only link. Yes, that's, I, that's the only guy. It's the same guy. That guy's still alive. I just looked him up, by the way. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Jimmy Linden. Uh, but that's the only reason. That's the only thing I can even think of. For it, it doesn't make any sense. It's, there's just flat out not a reason. Uh, but, but going back to that clip you played, my other thought, and that was, you know, how in the intro he says, "What if you, what if you wouldn't got, you know, took your money on the stock exchange, you know, beforehand?" He's like, "What if that's what caused it and made it earlier?" I think John Wilkes Booth here had no plans of killing the president, and he went back in time and started screaming, that "You're going to kill the president!" And he's just like. You know what? I will. I guess well, I'm I'm a spy, and you know what? He's right. It is a great opportunity. Yeah. Oh, he's. I get away with it. He's like, I I get to do it. Oh, yeah. All right. I guess I'll go fucking you know blow his brains out. Like I I I, I don't really think that's what's happening in the episode, but it's fun to believe that. <laughs> just so just because I'm rooting against this main character because this guy sucks. So I like to oh. believe that he caused Lincoln's death. That's really Corgan how it happened. Is a is a douche. He's a douche. He's a douche. And a He's child molester. I don't know if you know that or not. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He loves little kids. Yeah, definitely. If there's grass on that field, he's too old. Oh. Sorry. That's all right. That, that was my Uncle Paul. Oh, what a bad Uncle Paul impression. 
Uh, give me a chance uh, to drink some water. <laughs> uh, that was that was Jimmy Norton's character, by the way. Swallow my shame. Jimmy oh my Norton. God. I've been listening to a lot of old Opie and Anthony uh, oh, okay. shows. In like montage is of or medleys, sorry, not montage, montage visual, medley, medleys of just hours of old opiate shit. <laughs> it's awesome. I love YouTube. YouTube is amazing. It's a confusing, confusing beast. So yeah, I don't get it. The yeah. um, ending. <laughs> do, do do we even? I got it. I hear cop sirens. Is that on your end or my end? That's you. That's me? Okay. So some shit's going down. I do live in the ghetto. In the ghetto. Uh, so this fucking uh, guy goes... Arizona? Yeah, The imagine. mean streets of Arizona. No, it's Phoenix. just a drug-infested piece of shit. Uh, the... What the fuck is I going to say? He goes back in time again, or forward in time, whatever the fuck. He shows he up at his stupid douchebag club and it's all these old men calling it these like severely old men calling him old man and he's half their age i didn't understand old that chap. yeah and then uh, here, old chap. the guy that was the butler in the beginning is now one of the club members because his dad was this cop and the, or his great or his grandfather was this cop the one in the story that something you knew about lincoln i don't give a shit i don't feel like describing this anyway the uh so the only thing that really even changed was I really didn't care to describe any of that. The old man is no longer the attendant. He's he's one of the rich guys, and he's like, "I th- weren't you an attendant here? Weren't you an attendant?" It was overacting best, and then uh, the guy's like, "I'm not a snob, but an attendant." <laughs> I'm like, "You're clearly not a snob, snob. You're really proving your point there." It's like, yeah, it's like if you have to tell somebody you're not something, you definitely are. Yeah, and then and then you prove that you are. Yeah, I'm a child molester, for instance. So therefore, I can't be right because I'm saying. I mean, wait, how I, does this I, work? Yeah, I mean, I love shit boys. Oh God! So it's true. No, it's not. <laughs> the moral of the story. This part really angered me there to no one? fucking end. Yes, because he sums it up here. He says okay. this line because the attendant guy changed to a rich snob asshole. Uh, guy fucking sucking off a cigar here at the end. So this guy did a 180, even though he ended up 16 feet away from where he was anyway. So that's fucking stupid that he's his life changed exactly to keep him in the right building. Oh my god, so stupid. Anyway, so and them all the gnomes still. Yeah, that fucking drove me nuts. Of course, that, that, that's yeah. a separate issue. That's whatever. That's coincidental and you know kind of whimsical. I can deal with that. I'll move on. But when he says the line. <laughs> He's like, I guess some things can change, can be changed. Others can't. I'm like, nope. That's fucking stupid. Basically, you're saying Lincoln's life is bigger, therefore he's not, he's not affected by change in time, like time travel changes. That's fucking so stupid. It's only, it's only relevant because we decided it's relevant as a society. It's like shit still it matters. <laughs> oh my god, it made me so fucking angry. It's it just like, uh, it, I mean, <sighs> <laughs> we're both like at, to a loss for words. It's well, uh, lazy. Here, I, I, I think I got something about it. I don't know. Mr. Peter Corrigan, 
lately returned from a place back there. A real dick. A journey into time with highly questionable... Well, what's that? Nothing. Keep oh. playing it. No, you know what? <laughs> I know what she said. Oh, shit. Wrong one. All right, listen. This... This episode sucks. Mr. Okay. Peter Coagan. He traveled back there. After he said, what if... Let's say you go back in time, Peter. And then he did. But now he's back. And some things can be changed, but not others. In the Twilight Zone. Fucking stupid. Late Rod, this is the laziest shit you've ever written. What the, He must have just been like... He phoned it in. He, he wrote it while he was walking to the grocery store to buy cigarettes. That's, that's the only explanation. Now, is, is this episode actually written by Rod? Yeah, this is written by Rod. I knew it. Believe I it. I knew it. Yep. He, this is his another attempt at comedy. He cannot write comedy, dude. I didn't get any comedic vibe from this episode, but it... That's my point. It, but that one, the, the camera, the most usual camera, was at least like, you can tell they're going for comedy. This was like, I honestly don't think he was going for anything. I thought he wanted to tell a story about a guy that traveled back, couldn't change the time, couldn't change the past, and that was it. And he's like, you know what? I'll throw a couple scenes on here, tie this to this, fuck it, moving on. Got, got 80 more episodes to do in the next year and a half. They just got over, they did too many episodes in, in a season back then. It's just too much. Oh, I mean, that's why he had to bring in the big guns, man. I mean, he couldn't do it all himself. I mean, he approved them all, but... And, I mean, and not for nothing, but I think Buck Houghton... Um, I do applaud him on some things that he did and fought for and whatever and brought to the table. But then there's other things where I'm like, where was Buck in all this? <laughs> I mean, Buck, what are you doing? Go buck yourself. Yeah. What the buck? I think that's what Rod said. Go buck yourself. I'm the Twilight Zone. <laughs> that must have been it. Oh, oh, Rod's not going to like this. I'm not going to tell him. He'll find <laughs> out when he sees it. <laughs> uh, I, I, oh. You know what's weird? Here's the weird thing. And first of all, I'm done talking about this episode for sure. The one weird thing or the weird the, the thing, weird thing about my reaction to this episode is I don't hate it. It's just lazy as shit. It's a, it's a, all I can really say about it. Is it in your top 10 of stinkers though? Um probably not. Top 20? I don't, maybe. There's a I think when we start to get through here we're going to realize yeah. there's a lot of stinkers. Yeah, you find that, like, you know, you find out there's a lot more just... The next episode is by far, by far one of my least favorite episodes. Oh, God. The next one is another... Now, this one was definitely another failed comedy. Yes, box. this that's, that's a good example of uh, him trying to do comedy. Now, because the intro of that one, I actually played the music for it. And you can tell the comedy ones because there's a certain jingle that plays the, the, whoop, the entire whoop. one. Yeah, yeah. And, uh, oh. But. I love that the, the next one starts off with that. Like that little uh, old, 50, old 50s, like, like to run in a newsreel montage. I love that music, though. I'll say that. <laughs> Sorry. Uh, no, you're fine. 
I gotta say that every time I hear that. <laughs> the freaking um, that uh, that South Park movie. Uh, you know, uh, it's too long of a name to say. You know, the puppets who that fuck. Oh yeah, you mean Mad Team Man. America? That's it. Yeah, Team America. <laughs> that but that we, that two letter two word name that's too long to say apparently. <laughs> Well, no, it's exactly like as long team, as South Park. It's like Team America, World Police, or something Ooh. or other, and this and that. No, that was it. Okay. <laughs> uh, the you, you have anything else to say about this episode at all? Uh, fuck this episode, and just fuck this episode. <laughs> I, I don't even care about it enough to say fuck this episode. I think that's why it's one of my not in my you know bottom ten, bottom twenty, because it's like it's. It's not worth hating. It's really not. The only it had things that pissed me off. Obviously, I got into those, but it's uh, it, he he didn't spend any time writing it. I'm not going to spend any time thinking about it as a as a. I'm not going to give it that sort of power over me. <laughs> okay, I'll give it one good pro. Rod was in the scene of the opening doing his narration. Yeah, that's and, it. Yeah, and he looked like he was there. And in the next episode, the whole truth, he looks like he didn't didn't want to be there at all. He didn't. He he looked away from the camera at the very very last second there. I don't know if he saw that or not. <laughs> I was like, oh god, he doesn't want to be there. Uh, but we'll talk about that in the next one. Uh, yeah, do you want to do your plugs there, Frank? <sighs> yeah, dude. Because my, I mean, I gotta stop wearing hats. It's receding to the left and the right. Oh. Uh, Right. No, that's what I meant. Not, not, oh, okay, good. Yeah. Uh, I'm just saving up. So. Hair plugs, baby. You, I thought you said, I'm disabled now. I was like, oh. No, I'm saving up. Interesting. It's, it's expensive. Okay, yeah. Do you have any uh, Twitter handles or anything you want to mention? Oh, yeah. It's uh, at links. Uh, it's double L and KZ. We have Topic Radio, ICP Podcast. Uh, welcome to Banshee. And... Um, yeah, it's a, oh, and uh, yeah, uh, Loitering Wonderland, the Twilight Zone review show. Fucking show sucks. Anyway, uh, yeah, go check out lwstudios.com, youtube.com slash Loitering Wonderland, all the fun stuff there. Uh, Shitty Movie Showdown, Nick Cage Cast, uh, Hack from the Future, Americant, blah, blah, blah. Who fucking cares? Fuck this episode and uh, fuck living. Question though, question before you. What's up? Out. What's up? What's up? Okay, we haven't had a uh, hack from the future in a while. Is there one coming soon? I was working on one for a little bit. Uh, I feel like the time passed for that that specific episode because it was supposed to be relevant to what was going on um, with a certain TV show that came out. I, I can I'll reveal it off air just in case I do make it. Okay. Um, but so yeah, I, I'm definitely gonna be working on one this week this weekend here. Um, as well awesome. as writing that, working on that book as well. The masses Too have many been demanding it. The masses? Are you the masses? Those mass holes? Uh, well, um, I'm, I'm a guy that would like to say it, yes. Yeah, I'm definitely working on one. Uh, but anyway, guys, until next time. And in the meantime, I'm Phoenix West. And I'm Frank Lex. So long, citizens. Fucking lazy fucking episode. <laughs> I'm just like, fuck this episode. <laughs>